Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. In today's episode, I'm interviewing Nancy Picard. Nancy is a certified master life coach and author of the international bestseller, Bigger, Better, Braver. Conquer your fears, embrace your courage, and transform your life. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, before we get into your book and some great tips for our listeners, can you share a little bit about your background with us? Um, sure. So I was I lived in New Jersey, my married life. I was married for 26 years, uh, very happily, I will say. And then um, the shoe dropped out. My husband didn't want to be married anymore. And I really fell apart. I just wasn't ready to handle it. I didn't have the tools. Um, my whole life was set. You know, I had a family. And so it took me a long time to recover from that and to learn to love myself again and trust in myself and see myself instead of just seeing myself through the eyes of somebody else. And so slowly I went back to, I, I had owned a personal training gym. So being of service for 16 years was, you know, normal for me, but I stopped working after my divorce for a long time. I moved to Colorado. I was just really plain and I wasn't giving back. I wasn't using, I wasn't using the tools. I wasn't giving back to, to, you know, the universe. I wasn't doing everything I could be doing. And so slowly I started to life coach and get certification after certification and just started to live a bigger life and find more fulfillment for myself and helping others really. Oh, I love and how, how you're taking that journey forward and helping everyone, especially our listeners today. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so how do we live a bigger, better, braver life? Well, it has to become um, more than a mantra. It actually has to become um, a way of life. So every chance you get to step out of your comfort zone is an opportunity that you need to take. And so I like to tell my clients that they need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's the biggest lesson. Like nobody goes fearlessly into the future. So yeah. every single thing I do that I'm afraid to do, I know that's my next step. I know that is going to bring me to, you know, greater growth and greater opportunities and that as long as I stay in my comfort zone where it feels like all safe and comfy, I'm not going to get any, I'm not going to change my life and I'm not going to grow in any way. So that's basically it. It's a mindset to live bigger. If you're afraid to do something, that's a signal that you must do it. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I remember I was sitting in, I was, I had just got done delivering in, in a classroom and uh, we were talking about goals and one woman said, I want to be fearless. I said, well, you're human, so you can't be without fear. Can we say you want to be courageous instead? Right, that's a great answer. Yeah. So, so how do uh, how do our listeners gain this courage to step out of our comfort zone and, and live bigger? Well, I mean, there's a lot of ways, but one thing you have to do is be, get comfortable with failing. So, people see failure as a negative word, and I see it as a stepping stone to learning 
to your next step. So to the evolution of where you want to go. So number one, don't be afraid to try new things, have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset and be willing to show up however it is. You don't have to be good at something. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. And it's about the juices in the journey. Like to me, it's really about enjoying what's going to happen and the growth and the excitement of knowing that you're putting yourself out there, even when you're afraid to try something, that's the juice. And so whatever happens at the other end, they're both wins. You either succeed and then you're all excited and you, you know, you did what you wanted to do or you failed and, and you get to say, all right, well, so I gave it my best shot. I feel really good about that, but I wasn't as successful as I hoped, or I might've fallen flat on my face. What can I learn from this? Because there are lessons in everything. And sometimes you just have to grow till you're ready to be that next step. You can't just, you know, wish it on you. You have to grow into it, right? Yeah. Wave a magic wand. Nope. Right. (laughs) And then what's underneath all of this is, you know, I'm a shadow coach, which means that I help people uncover the disempowering beliefs that they're not aware of. They're in their subconscious. They were birthed in the first 10 years of their life. There's something happened and they weren't really emotionally mature enough to understand what happened. And they made a meaning about it. And that meaning gets buried. They don't even know they made the meaning about it, but it really rules their operating system. So if you want, I can give you an example of my own life and the shadow belief. Oh, yes, please. Okay, great. It's actually a good one. So when I was about 50, I was in a car accident and I wasn't really badly hurt, but I ended up with... um, PTSD. And I was working with a shadow coach at the time because I was getting certified. And she took me back. She said, you know, there's something about this accident. There's something in your past that um, wants to come out. And so she took me onto this meditation journey and she told me to go back and look for like myself in an earlier age, you know, like a sub personality. And all of a sudden I saw myself at five years old in my little party dress when I had been playing with a lighter and had put myself on fire. And I know. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is that mainly my dress got burned and my mother's piano got burned. And I had first and second degree burns, but so I had nothing that left scars on my body. And so I didn't really think it was a big deal. Like I moved past it and I never got punished because they were so lucky I was alive. And so here I am 50 years later. And the next time that I almost died popped up and she said to me, well, what does this little girl want you to know? Mm. I thought about it and I said, she wants me to know I'm not safe alone. Now that makes total sense to a five-year-old who put herself on fire. Yeah. And with all shadow beliefs, they're actually formed in childhood to keep you safe. So it did keep me safe. And I really, I lived my whole life like not being alone. I have a million good friends and I always had a man in my life. And so everything was hunky-dory with this belief until I got divorced. And then now I'm 46 and I'm healthy and I'm a, I own a gym and I'm financially secure and I should have been happy. I should have been able to be okay on my own. 
I had two grown sons. I mean, I had a lot going on for me. But this little girl's belief that I wasn't safe alone was keeping me from in, from even seeing the positive p- aspects of my life. And in an instant, that was over. The PTSD was over. And so was my belief that I wasn't safe alone. Wow. So, so how can our listeners figure out what their shadow beliefs are for them? Well, it's not actually that easy to do on your own, although it's not impossible. And if you read my book, Bigger, Better, Braver, I do have a meditation on uncovering shadow beliefs in the book. So that should be their first go-to. They can try it on their own, but then they can always hire a shadow coach. But, but basically, the other quicker way around that is to just think about and this is only partially true because it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have put yourself on fire. You know, it could be like the littlest thing, but it meant something to you. You stand up in class and you're eight years old and you stutter and everybody laughs at you and you make a belief, you know, I'm broke, yeah. not good enough. I need to stay silent. I mean, there's unlimited beliefs, but so look to see where you keep sabotaging yourself and then try to you know, direct it back or try to think of an event that happened in your life and then ask yourself, well, what did I make? What could I have made this mean about me? You know, do I stay quiet? My opinion doesn't matter. I'm not good enough. I'll never, you know, my needs will never be met. Um, I'll, I mean, there's, there's, I'm not good with money. Um, I'm not pretty. I'm not smart. I'm stupid. All of these things are shadow beliefs, and they keep us stuck in plain small. So that's the, to me, that's the key to having the life you want is first uncovering not only those beliefs, but then what goes in tangent with those beliefs are what we call underlining commitments. And so I made a commitment to myself to never be alone. Or you can make a commitment to yourself to control everything to stay safe. Or you make a commitment to yourself to never speak up or share your value, your views, because you'll get hurt. Like, so you have a belief and then you have a promise that you made that usually goes with this belief. And it's that promise that keeps us from getting what we want. Yeah, it almost sounds like so are these shadow beliefs essentially the the nature of fear that we have within ourselves? Well, yes, yes and no. We have fears based on those beliefs, but we could also have, you know, yes, I, I'll say yes, because <laughs> you, know, you don't have, I've never, the question's never been posed to me that way. But if I'm thinking about it, all of our fears are based in beliefs. Yeah. So I would say yes. Um, I mean, except for like the, the obvious ones of, you know, there's a bear in front of me, I'm walking down a path, I'm scared of it. Yeah, obviously, the biological ones, but (laughs) I should say almost not not the unfounded fears, but the ones that, uh, I don't know, get in our way. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that we, when we have fears, we either fight, flight, just like you were talking about, or we freeze. That's the Mm -hmm. third one that nobody really talks about. And so 
you know, there are so many people that want to move forward and then, you know, I'll be coaching with them. And then the next week, well, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And it's because, well, there's a few reasons about that. But one is that we get so used to letting ourselves down and not committing to ourselves and, and following through. But also you're frozen because of the fear and it's a real fear. So you, so you have to learn to come to peace with those fears. Our fears are never going to go away, but you can actually take the hand of fear and walk with faith that, you know, the universe has your back. And so just like I was saying before, whatever happens, whether you win or lose, it's for the evolution of your soul. And if you can just calm down and like believe that, then whatever choice you make is the right choice. And then you're going to use it as like your personal laboratory to learn more about yourself and then yeah. move forward. Oh, I like that. So how do you said to calm down? How do we, uh, for lack of a better term, become more of a conscious observer of ourselves instead of just reacting? Yeah, well, that's a big one. So yeah. <laughs> that, that actually has been the biggest change in my life because I used to be very reactive. You know, somebody would do something or my ex would do something and I would like quickly write this, you know, really mean email and send it off and... So the thing about being an observer is that we are not our thoughts. We are the person who's listening to those thoughts, right? So it you once you can be you can immediately become once removed from believing those thoughts. And then you have to actually say to yourself, you know, those are just my thoughts. They're not true. That's just an interpretation and it's actually your inner wounded child's interpretation that is you're really listening to. So to become the observer, you sort of use what's happening as a chance to step back and say, oh, wow, I just got so triggered. Now, what triggered me? You know, what did I make that mean about me? What could they have meant instead? What can I be learning here? And all of that work actually just removes the drama from the situation. And once you're removed from the drama, you can choose any interpretation you want. You know, there is no right interpretation. So you just becoming the observer allows you to make a different choice. So first there's the event and that's not really in your control all the time. Sometimes it is, you know, sometimes you co-created it and other times the event happens. And then there's your reaction or your response. Well, if you want a different outcome, you have to change your response. And yeah. that's where being the reactor and the observer comes in. So consciously responding to what's going on. And I can see that how this all ties into, you have to step out of your comfort zone in order to do that. And you, you need to have more of a growth mindset and be comfortable with failing in order to calm down and relax and focus and respond to life. It's all, all intertwined. It's all intertwined. It's uncovering the beliefs that are holding you back, having faith that the 
The universe has your back so that you can move forward. You know, it's really helped me a lot in like even my older children, like they would have marital problems. The old me would have been totally panicked and freaking out. And at this point, I know they're on their journey. Whatever it is, this is their journey. I can't take responsibility for their journey because then they'll be undertaking responsibility for it. So it allows me to relax into, you know, whatever it is, it's meant to be. And therefore, if they have lessons to learn, even if they're hard lessons, these are the lessons they need to learn, just like I've needed to learn my lessons. Yeah. For our growth. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of keeps you, it it eases the the fears because whatever happens is supposed to happen and you can just relax into it. And for me, when you start to feel fear, that's actually an indicator. You're on the right track. Growth is, growth is on the other side of that fear. Mm-hmm. So just swallow the fear and go with it. Take it by the hand and keep on going. And that extends our comfort zone. So the more comfortable we are, the more confident, the more braver, (laughs) and the bigger we play at life, right? Yes. And, you know, I think people think that successful people never fail. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And all they do is never quit. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't quit. And so, and usually... When people try something new and they do quit, they quit where where success is right around the corner, but you can't see the big game. So they actually just quit too soon and then they feel bad about themselves, which makes it harder for them to try something else. So just staying with it. And if you fail, use it as a stepping stone, move on, you know, pick, pick yourself up dust yourself off and move on and keep trying. Mm, I love that. Oh, awesome. So what what are some uh, products and services that you provide to individuals? Well, I do one-on-one coaching and I, I actually have, besides my book and the Bigger, Better, Braver coaching, I'm certified in eight other modalities, boundaries, healing your heart, courage, parenting. I mean, you name it. (laughs) Um, So I do one-on-one private coaching and it's all done on the phone or Zoom. And then I also do group Bigger, Better, Braver coaching course that I do. And that's in a group of, let's say, 10 people at the same time. And people really love that. Number one, it's a lot less expensive. And number two, they're sharing with other people and they're seeing that their fears and their problems are the same as everybody else's. Um, so that's really good. And, um, and that's it. And my book. There you go. And where can they get the book? Uh, well, you can get the book on Amazon. You can get it on my website. You can get it anywhere books are sold, really. It's everywhere. And you can also go to nancypicardlifecoach.com slash bleeping. And that's your personal homepage for this podcast. And I have a free chapter that I give away. I have a free quiz on whether or not, you know, where are you in living bigger, better, braver? 
And I, and I have a um, PDF called How Leaky Are Your Boundaries to help you see whether boundary coaching would be a good um, fit for you. Ooh, I like that. Oh, I'm, I might even go up and sign up there. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. Now, what is your final piece of advice for our listeners? Uh, you know, I mean, it's the old adage that life begins outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Also, that every choice matters, and you are 100% responsible for every choice you make. So, if you want a different tomorrow, you have to change your choices today. I love that. Personal accountability. Personal accountability. <laughs> for one's life. Yes. <laughs> and every choice matters. Wow. Awesome. So Great wisdom. Thank you so much for joining us today, Thank Nancy. You. I had a lot of fun. If you'd like to learn more about Nancy, visit her website at nancypicardlifecoach.com forward slash bleeping. Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit lifeisanescaperoom.com for more information.